Hey everybody, welcome to Drive Through Review 541. Today we're going to take a look at Gore Chosen. This is the second game in the Warhammer Age of Sigmar universe. The first one, of course, being Warhammer Quest Silver Tower. Uh, this is a very different game. Uh, as you can tell by the very 90s, I would call it, cover, uh, it's about sort of gladiatorial combat uh, in service or in the, hopefully, the delight of the blood god, the corn god in the Warhammer universe. So what players are going to be doing is uh, there will be gladiatory combat and you can play one versus one you can play uh, one versus all up to four players you could do two versus two there's also kind of like a king of the hill type of thing where one player will get some extra kind of beefs and bonuses to their power and they'll fight against three others and so on so uh, it's a very quick and light game let's go ahead and take a look at the components and I'll tell you how the game plays so here's everything that you're gonna get in the game now there's a little bit extra here they do have some supplementary materials that you can get out of the white dwarf magazine which Games Workshop publishes uh, but you are going to get four figures uh, with the game now here's an example of one of the figures which I already had uh, so I've already assembled it now this is the sprue that you'll get you'll cut that out and glue it together and mount it on a base uh, but here's an example of one and this one here has been painted up I painted it up a little while ago and this is one of the four combatants that you can put here in this zone here I'll show you another one here just to kind of give you an idea what they look like uh, this one I kind of like. And like this fella here, you could actually get him as a free kind of add-on to the White Dwarf magazine, which I mentioned, which costs nine bucks, so he's pretty cheap for that kind of thing. So I had some others that I painted. Now the other two, um, this one actually comes with the game. I haven't painted him yet or primed him or anything. And then there's another one here just to show you the ones that actually do come in the game. So you get those glued up and assembled, and they go together very well. They have that sort of almost push to fit kind of thing where they just kind of snap into place just a little bit of glue to hold everything together uh, but you definitely do need the glue don't let me sell you wrong on that then you're also going to get cards for each of the different characters and this is going to track your health you also have some uh, unique special ability and everybody has kind of a different sort of attack that they do. So you can see here, Core Hammer Skull, he can hit anybody in his immediate front arc and then the following front arc. And when you roll dice, it's gonna tell you how to apply that. So if somebody was immediately in his front arc, you need to roll a five plus and it'll apply three wounds on each hit. And then if it's in that further arc, cause you can see he's got that sort of almost like a, a chain mail kind of flail hammer type of, type of thing there. If he's in the further arc, he needs a three plus to hit, and then he'll do three wins. So he can actually hit a little bit easier uh, if you're a little bit further away. Whereas like uh, this guy here, he hits directly in front of him at a four plus and then to the sides at a five plus, but he does more wounds and stuff. And so that's what you'll get there. And then each player is going to get a set of initiative cards. It doesn't matter who you are. So let's say I'll take this symbol and then Billy takes that symbol and Francesca takes that symbol and so on. And so we'll take those and we're gonna, at the beginning of the game, we're gonna take three of each. And so each player will contribute three symbols and then we're gonna shuffle up the initiative deck. And then you're gonna take the remaining cards and then flip over one. And then that is gonna be the first player and they're gonna get the chance to uh, choose who they want to be, and then also place out their figure. And then the next player will flip a card from the remaining initiative cards and they'll put their figure out. And it has to be at least two spaces away from another figure. So let's just get everybody uh, pushed out there. So let's say that's how everybody started. And then we're going to deal each player five of these action cards. And you're always going to shuffle in any unused cards back into the deck. 
and then redeal decks out of this every round. And these cards are really cool. They have three things. So when you play a card on your turn, you're either going to do a move action, an attack action, or a special action. And sometimes you will hold the card because its special action allows you, in this case, like to dodge an attack or to parry an attack or block an attack. So those are the three uses for the cards. Now each player is going to take a token matching their symbol and they're going to put it here on this initiative tracker here. This is called the Wrath Tracker. And so as you take actions, you're going to move up and down this track. Well this is also going to show you, you can see you start here at a three, the amount of initiative cards that go into this deck. So again, everybody starts with three in the deck. And then as you take actions to increase or decrease your wrath, then you may actually get to add more cards in the initiative deck. So if this player's up here, the next round they're going to have four cards. And if this player's way down here, they're only going to be able to act twice. Because every time, what happens here is every time a initiative card is flipped, then you get to act. So everybody's set up. We've dealt here the five cards to each player. Then you're going to flip over the top card of the initiative deck. And the player who has that symbol is going to get to act and play a card. And so they'll play a card, do what it says, then we'll flip over the next card on the initiative deck, then this player will get to act. And you just go through the initiative deck, and at that point, at the end of the round, you put all the action cards back in here, if you have any left, shuffle them up, and then readjust the initiative deck based on where you are on the wrath track here, and just keep going until you've eliminated the, all the other players. Now there's a couple ways to play. The basic way to play is have four players all fighting for themselves and attacking everybody and it's really chaotic. And you could have you know two players, you could have three players, you could have two versus two, so you're just trying to take out the other team. And you just keep you know wailing on each other, doing damage until somebody's eliminated. So let's just talk a little bit about the cards. Uh, for example, this one here, if you do a movement, it says back up. And so this you can just back up uh, into any adjacent hex, but you have to be facing the hex you just backed up out of. And so that might be a way to back away from somebody. And the other thing you'll notice here is if it has this symbol here, it means you have to lower yourself on the initiative track because that's not very courageous, is it? <laughs> so you have to, you get to lower that. Now, if you're going to do an attack here, you can see this also will decrease it. Sometimes actions will increase it. And then you have to do a crippling blow. So that means you're going to roll three dice. And we're going to take a look at Vexnar's card hitter because that's who we're activating. And so you can see his attack arc is the three in front of him. So he's got to you know be in a good position. So let's say on a previous round he'd moved here and he was facing this fella here. So he would again roll the, th the dice depicted on the card, and then you're going to, let's just roll the dice, so two, three, five, and you can see there, so it's got a hit on a two plus. So those are all hits and those are all do two wounds. The other thing to note about uh, Vexnar here, he's got a special ability. If your target is directly in front of you, so you can see he's directly in front of him, there, then you actually get to add two extra dice. In this case, we would roll two extra dice. And so the wounds will be applied. So two wounds will go on to effect uh, score here. So let's just take this card here. And so what's going to happen is you're going to have a tracker on this card. And so we'll take, let's say the guy was playing this symbol here. He would take then, and so let's say each of these does two wounds. So it would be six wounds. So we'd move this down six spots. One, two, three, four, five, six. And that would be that. Now he does have the opportunity to play uh, a card. So let's say he played this dodge card here. It says, play this card after attack is made against you, roll a die on a five or six, you suffer no wounds. So you could do that and you wouldn't have taken any wounds. Sometimes, and they're all kind of different defenses. You just do what it says and away you go. But if you take damage and you get to the bottom here, what's going to happen is you're going to, let's say it was here and it was three damage, you'd go one, 
two, not back up to the top, you need to put a wound on there, and then three. And then if you took more and more damage, boom, go down to here, and then you jump down to the next lowest and start filling up your card here uh, with the wounds. And then of course, once you fill up your card with wounds, then you're dead. But every time that you fill up your card with wounds, you're going to draw uh, whoops, and a critical injury card, and you're gonna have to resolve that effect. Now, a lot of times, it's actually gonna move your wrath token up. So as you take damage, you're gonna move up higher and higher, and then you have to do some other kind of effect through that, and then you discard the card. And so as you can see, this attack action that we just did, it, you get to roll three dice, but you gotta spend a little bit of your energy and exhaust yourself a little bit to do that kind of massive attack. And likely, if you do enough damage, you're gonna irritate your opponent and they're gonna, their wrath's actually gonna go up. So there's a nice little kind of give and take, uh, you know, kind of a, a seesaw kind of action here in terms of the strength of the characters. Now, each of the characters also has here a unique action. And so it says discard any two action cards and all the characters have this. So you discard two action cards and then you can take this special ability. So everybody has a different one of those uh, that they, they can do. Now the other thing to note about the character cards here is everybody's gonna get tokens in their chosen symbol and they're gonna put them here on the wounded side. So this is gonna change up how your attacks work. And some of these critical injury cards are actually gonna cause you to reduce this. So you can see his special ability, like I said, if you're in the front arc, you're gonna roll two extra dice. But if you get a certain critical injury, it may tell you to move one of these over, and now he's only gonna roll one extra dice. And you can see his current two hit here is a two plus with two wounds, but if you had to move that other one, it would be a three plus that you would have to roll. So not quite of a, as an effective of an attack. Uh, just some other examples of some of the action cards, like this one here. You maybe take this action just to kind of beef up your wrath until you go up two on that wrath track. Uh, this one here is a lunge. This has a different kind of movement. So you just move one space forward. After moving, you can reveal another card, resolve its attack action, and then discard that card. Uh, some of these are dashes where you can kind of just uh, face any direction you want, not necessarily going in or out of the hex that you just left. And the last thing to note here is sometimes you have an action that will do a push. So you can see this one is a kick. It says push a fighter in your front arc. Your opponent must then discard a card from their hand at random. But there's another thing you need to watch out for. So if we look on the board here, you can see these three spots here have a red outline and then there's this one up here. Now these three here, as well as two more on the other side of the board, which I should say is double-sided, these are pits. And so if you push somebody into a pit, let's say this guy was here, and he did the kick action, and he pushed him into a pit there, then this player's gotta roll a die, and so they can roll first, and they're gonna, they need a four, five, or six. If they roll a one, two, or three, they are instantly dead. However, you can discard a card to increase the die roll by one. So if you're standing next to a pit, or think you're gonna be standing next to a pit, you wanna have some cards in your hand because somebody might be holding a kick card to push you in, and you don't wanna be 100% reliant on a 50-50 shot of being pushed in the pit and immediately killed. I think that's all the basics of the game. Okay, so that is Gore Chosen, and I gotta say, I'm a little bit surprised how much I enjoy this game. Now, it's a lot of fun. It really kind of strikes me in the same vein that Star Wars Risk did last year, because uh, it, it has that kind of Queen's Gambit sort of vibe, where you have these kind of multi-use cards that allow you to do 
one of possibly three things. So you need to kind of move into position, but you don't want to move into position just so they can wail on you. So some of the cards will have you kind of like circling around the board. As long as you don't end up adjacent to another figure, you can move a bunch of spaces. Um, and then you have the different kinds of attacks. Um, but it's very important to sort of try to let that wrath build up. Because, okay, you start off the game three on three. We each have three initiative cards in the deck. But if I can get you down to two Wrath and I can get up to four, that next round I'm going to get a lot more actions and hopefully be able to do a lot more attacks and really hammer on you. Uh, so a lot of the different special abilities are very interesting because some of them are all about making you discard cards or you know getting bonuses to different attacks and there's just a nice variety across all of the different characters in that way uh, so I will say playing it in like a two-player game just one-on-one -on -one is not really that fun at all <laughs> it's kind of it's not great uh, but it has team mode which you can play two versus two, and I've done this. And it's great as a two-player game to kind of control two characters and really work together and go against each other. And that's probably my favorite way to play the game, to be honest with you, because there's a lot more kind of tactics involved with like, you know, you go over here and block off that route. He's got to run by this pit. You know, he doesn't want to do that. So there's a little bit more tactics involved with that because you do have somebody kind of working with you and you're not just going to be, you know, jacked up by the next player. Uh, and that kind of leads me to, there's an interesting thing that can happen now. So with a four-player game, which is still really a lot of fun, and maybe just a smidge down underneath a two-versus-two game, is it's a bunch of chaos at that point because, um, you know, everybody's just kind of hitting on everybody else. And you would think that it might lend itself to picking on maybe the leader and stuff like that, and it kind of does. But the cards that you have in your hand are so kind of, they can be so opportunistic where it's like, yeah, I could do this and move towards him because he's winning, but then I have to spend this card that has like, I get to roll four dice on this attack, and you happen to be standing right next to me. So just like, you know, as we're both like running towards this guy, it's like, oh yeah, we'll attack him, but first I'm going to jab this dagger into your eye as we go along. I don't know, we're still on the same team, but you know, so that's actually kind of a fun thing uh, that can happen. Now, there is one card in this critical injury deck, which I am of two minds about, and it is, I don't remember what it's called, but in it, yeah, here we go, headshot. So in this case, uh, you get to move up the Wrath Track 1, this is a critical injury now, and then your opponent, who just damaged you, gets to roll a die. And if they, they roll, excuse me, they roll dice equal to the number of those injury markers. Because remember, as you take damage, you start adding those, those injury markers. And if they roll any sixes, you're decapitated, you're, excuse me, you're decapitated, and then you're dead. <laughs> so it's theoretically possible to have that happen on the first turn. I haven't seen it happen, but I know it's going to happen somewhere. And it's probably going to happen to somebody I play it with. Because as soon as you take that first wound, that first injury, you get that one, they're going to roll a die. If they roll a six... You know, it might be the first time you got hit. They got lucky and got like eight hits on you. Then um, then you might get decapitated. <laughs> and then you're kind of sitting there for 20 minutes while everybody plays. Now, there's an easy solution to that. You take out Headshot from the critical injury. Or maybe you don't put it in until you shuffle the deck the first time. Because there's a card in here that will trigger a reshuffle of this deck. Um, that's the only thing. I think... As long as it doesn't happen early, it's not a big deal. And I haven't played a game where it actually has happened early, but just seeing that, I'm like, ooh, man, if I was, this is the first time I played this game and I got decapitated in the first five minutes, that would not leave a good taste in my mouth. So just be warned that that's in there. 
or you can just take it out altogether and not play with it. But it's really, really fun. There's a lot good decision making with the, you know, the card choices in terms of, you know, when do I use what and do I, because I need to hold this card now, I'm getting low on health, I need to hold this dodge or the sidestep or something. But man, you know, it's, it kind of locks you in that sort of like vapor lock, you know, which card do I use, which is a really fun kind of decision point to make. Uh, I will say the other fun thing to do is the uh, three versus one. And actually I haven't tried this yet, but there is a mode, it's in the latest White Dwarf, or not the latest, the September issue of White Dwarf. What is it called? Mightiest Champion. So they have these other two characters and you have to go and get the model so it's not gonna come with the game, but they have these other two models that have their own stat cards that are, and they're like super powerful. And uh, so you just kind of send wave after wave of uh, figures after them. So if your guy dies uh, and then you roll on this, the, uh, the slain chart, oh, which I didn't mention that actually. So when you die, you actually roll on a chart. And so you're not technically out of the game, but you can do like little things like a fan of yours will throw in a, an ax at one of the opponents of your choice uh, if you roll certain things. Every time you get your initiative comes up, you roll a die. But it's just, I mean, it keeps you in the game a little bit. If it's at the end of the game, it's kind of fun. But if you get out early, it's, I mean, it's kind of whatever. Uh, but, so normally you roll on that chart, but this kind of modifies that rule so that you can p possibly bring your figure back in or another figure that's in the game. And so you go wave after wave after wave against a single player. And that seems like it would be a lot of fun to play as well. So I recommend the game with the caveat that, you know, it's a bunch of dice rolling and stuff, but there is some good card play and choices with these cards and maybe take out that headshot if that kind of thing bothers you. But all in all, it's really, 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 really fun. So thanks.